I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Tuesday Night Massacre Part 2. On tonight's show, Russia has released a list, an official list of unfriendly countries. Is yours on the list? In other news, what would your social credit score be? Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! So Russia has published a list of unfriendly countries after the invasion of Ukraine. I haven't actually looked at this. I'm going to react to it live and get your reaction. I wonder if your country's on the list and my country's on the list. I'm in Japan. We ain't done nothing, bruv. You ain't seen no news about, actually, some Japanese nutters went over there to help in the war, joining the International Foreign Legion. But that's just a drop in the ocean, bruv. I don't think Japan's on the list. Let's find out. So Yahoo News talks about this list. Let's see what's going on. They say Russia has published a list of 43 unfriendly countries which face new economic restrictions for sweeping sanctions brought in by the West. Shit, shouldn't have relied on authoritarian Russia for our oil. Now they're trying to put sanctions on us. The article says Putin's forces have been trying to gain control over Ukraine for 13 days, but they basically haven't. Let's have a look at the list of bad countries that are going to have sweeping measures put against them by Putin himself. The list includes right at the top, United States, Canada, the EU states, UK, including Jersey. What did they do? That tiny little island, Anguilla, British Virgin Islands, Gibraltar, Ukraine, of course, Montenegro, Switzerland, Albania, Andorra, Iceland, Liechtenstein, Monaco, Norway, San Marino, North Macedonia, Japan. Fuck! I'm on the list of sanctions. Shit, what does that mean? What does that mean for me? What's Russian that I need that they're going to stop me from having? Shit, I can't say that live on the show. Back to the list. South Korea, Australia, fucking hell, Micronesia. New Zealand, Singapore, Taiwan. See, this must be evidence that Russia are teaming up with China to bully the United States into submission. And that's pretty much it. So there's the list. Are you on the list? How do you feel about this list of unfriendly nations put out by Russia? What do you think Russia are going to do to us? What are they going to do? What are they going to deprive us of? What kind of sanctions are they going to put on the West other than natural energy i'm johnny Masca, and if you're just joining us we are discussing the list russia has put out of unfriendly countries but if you've been watching from the beginning stop your grinning and drop your linen donate some cash and let's keep winning streamlabs.com forward slash johnny Masca. the more you donate the more of these videos you're going to get the more of me you're going to get click the description box right now and click the link streamlabs.com forward slash johnny Masca, and please donate generously so what other news do we have today well since world war three looks like it's coming bruv like russia exploding ukraine and then the west saying don't explode ukraine we're gonna put the sanctions on you mcdonald's and coca-cola and netflix are gonna say are saying to russia you you can't use our products anymore it looks like we're heading to world war three and another sign of that is iran continuing with their nuclear plans could it possibly be that having an alzheimer's riddled doddery old pussy clut as the president of the free world incentivizes rival powers to have a fucking go and try to take over the world you tell me look over on Rufal.org, they say Iran launches second military satellite as nuclear talks reach critical point. 
Iran says it has successfully launched its second military satellite as talks on reviving a 2015 nuclear deal between Tehran and major powers reach a critical point. Iran's second military satellite, named Nor-2, has been launched into space by the Quast rocket of the aerospace wing of the Revolutionary Guards and successfully... This sounds like a fucking sequel to Star Wars, mate. But quite simply... Iran is kind of struggling to become a nuclear power and slowly but surely they're they're moving along the path to becoming exactly that and their main obstacle is the United States and the West and the sanctions they're putting on them but as you know sanctions don't necessarily stop megalomaniacal people from carrying out their ambitions I mean Putin's got sanctions up the arsh but he doesn't really care and he's continuing with his own ambitions and in the same way Iran have a lot of sanctions put on them but they're still going ahead with their nuclear ambitions proved by the fact they're launching a satellite into space that is not very good news so it seems to me that countries all around the world that want to stop the United States and see United States as the global policeman the buffer between them and getting a larger slice of the global pie are starting to realise that the leader of the United States is is an old man who's stuttering and muttering and fumbling and bumbling and who's basically a bit of a puss-puss. And they looked at Afghanistan. They thought, fucking hell, these people, they haven't got their shit together. This is America. They're supposed to get their cock out and slap us around, right? They've been doing that for fucking decades. But now they just pissed away Afghanistan, had 2,000 people out there. There wasn't a death in a year and a half in Afghanistan. Pulled, that's less troops than in South Korea. Pulled them out. Now Afghanistan has more Black Hawk helicopters than the United Kingdom. Other countries obviously looked at America and thought, man, the person in charge is, is weak. And America is bickering and fighting with each other, going through their own weird neo-Marxist cultural revolution. The time is ripe. Now Russia's having a go and they're running, thinking, fucking hell, I'll have some of that. You saw on the list earlier, Taiwan, China probably licking their lips. What's, what's next? What is next? in this series of catastrophes coronavirus now russia invading ukraine what's going to be the next massive fucking crisis they say climate change i'm waiting for icebergs to melt sea levels to rise don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime so i'm guessing the next big crisis is going to be china invading taiwan i mean it just makes logical sense it just makes logical sense russia had a go they thought the time was right so china obviously thinking the same thing they're never going to get a better chance trump was a bit tougher on these people and i think china are going to be the next people to create a massive catastrophe invading taiwan can't wait for that so what else is going on? Well, here's some good news. Over on Yahoo News, an exiled oligarch who spent almost a decade in Russia in prison has predicted the Ukraine war will end Putin's regime. This is kind of good news. The war's going to end. Mikhail Kordovsky was once Russia's richest man before spending almost a decade in prison. He told CNN that Ukraine war has significantly reduced Putin's ability to stay in power. Quote, we are no longer thinking in terms of him being around another decade, end quote, he said in the interview. Mikhail Kordakovsky, an exiled oligarch who was once richest man in Russia, said on Friday that Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine has significantly reduced the longtime president's chances of remaining in power. I'm convinced that Putin, he hasn't got much time left. 
maybe maybe three he said to CNN during an interview adding later today we are no longer thinking in terms of him being around another decade as we thought a week ago Kordakovsky is the former CEO of the Russian oil giant Yukos a position that temporarily made him Russia's richest man in 2003 with a reported net worth of over 15 billion dollars in 2001 he founded Open Russia a diplomacy initiative that was later shut down by Russian authorities after being charged with fraud and tax evasion, Kordakovsky was sentenced to nine years in prison in 2005. He was later pardoned by Putin and released a year early in 2013. So make of that what you will. The oligarchs, there's basically two sets of oligarchs. Some are created by Yeltsin, some are created by Putin. And quite simply, the, the, the Yeltsin era um, oligarchs, they uh, lent money to uh, Yeltsin for his uh, political campaign, um, I believe. And in exchange, uh, the Russian assets um, were given to the oligarchs, but the Russian government never actually paid the money back and never took back the, the shares in various state assets. And so essentially, Russia just kind of sold their assets for cheap into the palms of these mysterious oligarchs. And quite simply, through all of that, uh, the deals that were set up, a lot of kickbacks were given to the politicians and, and loads of tax money was given um, for these new contracts with these oligarchs who now own state assets, big government contracts. And then the money went back to the government. Everyone got rich. The people lost. Russia turned to shit in the process. And obviously, if the people who own your infrastructure and these state assets are kind of um outside the democratic process they could do what they want because you know how they say in america it's a private company that basically gives russia a lot of power uh what with the political elites um having the oligarchs in their pockets as as long as the oligarchs don't threaten their political power and in return the oligarchs can obviously offer a lot of funding which should be illegal funding using basically um, state assets to fund your political campaign and also they can mobilize the infrastructure of the country against any political dissidents so apparently those guys the oligarchs some people speculate they could be the ones to bring about the end of Putin when they've had enough of him they're going to turn on him because they've got a lot of power so we can only hope that's going to happen we can only hope that Putin he's gone too far with this one he's stretched his powers a little bit thin maybe the oligarchs will be fed up and they'll turn against him which would create a power vacuum and probably be filled with someone twice as dangerous as Putin but anyways we can only hope for the next apocalypse what else is going on um, well, as a consequence of this, uh, fuel prices are exploding. As you know, my American brothers and sisters are sending me messages on Insta saying, Johnny, it costs like seven fucking dollars um, to fucking for my gas. And that's bad. So prices are skyrocketing. And there's an article on uh, GB News that pretty much says as much. They say Brits could lose 1,000 pounds of household income in worst real income squeeze since the 1970s. A think tank has warned uh, 
Real household incomes across Britain could fall by 4% for working age people in the financial year 2022 to 2023. It's going to be the biggest squeeze since the 1970s, possibly, according to estimates in the Resolution Foundation's Living Standards Outlook for 2022. Inflation is predicted to hit around 8% this spring, meaning the money you earn won't go as far and will basically be worth less. You'll have reduced purchasing power. And the think tank's report said high inflation will make falling real household incomes the defining economic feature of 2022. The foundation said that even before the conflict in Ukraine, the outlook for living standards this coming financial year was bleak, with soaring energy bills this April disproportionately affecting families on low and middle incomes. And then the Ukraine fucking war came along. And this is all completely avoidable. If we wouldn't have illegally locked down people during the coronavirus, we wouldn't be in such a bad economic state that's living dangerously that's putting all your eggs in one fucking basket and guess what other shit happens and other shit did happen a war happened and now it's looking even grimmer for people so we can only hope this war comes to an end pretty soon obviously we don't want to see ukraine lose because ukraine are more pro-west than what do you want do you want pro-west or do you want pro-fucking russia and pro-Putin. I think I'd know who I'd rather live on, the lesser of two evils maybe, but I'm just hoping this war comes to an end pretty soon. Other news going on today, Dizzy Rascal, British rapper, he's been convicted of assault. Check this out. The Washington Post says that, and apparently when he was convicted, he smashed a camera. British rapper Dizzy Rascal was convicted Monday of assaulting his former girlfriend, then smashed a press photographer's camera outside the courthouse minutes after a jury found him guilty. That's really basically destroying any chance you have of someone believing you denying your guilty charge for being violent by immediately doing something extremely violent outside of the court case, court case where you've been accused of being violent. So the 37-year-old musician, whose full name is Dylan Quabena Mills, had denied headbutting Cassandra Jones at home in South London in June. Prosecutors said he pressed his forehead against hers and pushing her to the ground during a chaotic argument that began over custody arrangements for their two children. Here's some advice. Never fucking have kids. Because the worst thing that can happen is you get divorced and then your wife uses them as a tool, a human pawn, in order to basically blackmail you and get from you whatever the fuck she wants uh, that's a little bit nihilistic get married have kids shag around do what you want but in the case of dylan mills aka dizzy rascal i think he might maybe he should have waited a little bit before having kids and marrying a psychopath it's like when there's footballers they don't quite headbutt each other they get up in each other's grill and they go like this and the other one goes and falls to the ground i don't know what happened here i don't know if it's handbags i don't know if he genuinely just kind of got up in her face and then she fell to the ground or if he actually fucking nutted her but dizzy rascal who had a number one in the uk with a track called dance with me which i actually really fucking like He's been convicted of assault against a woman. That's not a good look. And then he smashed a camera outside of the courtroom where he was convicted. So finally for tonight, social credit score. What would your social credit score be? I've been thinking about this, right? Because 
in Canada, they froze the bank accounts of people who, in my opinion, peacefully assembled to protest their government's illegal vaccine mandates for truckers. In the same way that China will freeze bank accounts and deny their citizens access to society if it does things the government don't like. So what with the impending social credit score coming to the West that's already in China? I started looking this up online and there's this great YouTube video. I think this guy's called Lao Wai. 86 and he's a guy who lived in china for 10 years and he knows loads about it and all of his videos are about china it's fascinating and he apparently found the documents about the social credit system and inside it has all the numbers about how to add points to your social credit score do things the state approves of and take away points from your social credit score and that got me thinking so i'm gonna speculate about what my social credit score would be and i want to ask you what do you think your social credit score would be so first of all check out the link in the description box below of how the chinese social credit system literally works because if and when it comes to the uk and america that's what you're going to be dealing with it's actually quite terrifying. He said before this, there was a gray zone in China where there were some kind of free markets and the people could operate with impunity. But now that's basically disappearing and it's turning into an Orwellian hellhole. So after watching that video, I kind of realized that I would have one of the worst social credit scores in the world. Quite literally, quite literally, you'd be hard pressed to find someone with a lower social credit score than mine. So in China, and presumably this is how it's going to work in the West when they implement a digital ID under the thin veil of it's for your safety to protect you from the next pandemic that's coming through. You are basically rewarded for shaming bad behavior so you're rewarded for snitching on people you are literally rewarded for being a rat if somebody does something the government um if somebody does something that the government doesn't like and you snitch on them and say that person did this your social credit score will go up if you report people dissing the government your social credit score will go up I can't see how that system would be abused. If I report you, you're going to go down and I'm going to go up. Can you imagine how much snitching and framing must go on? This is insane shit, what's going on in China. And the fact that the World Economic Forum, who literally have planted operatives in the Canadian government and governments all around the world, including the French government, Macron, loads of uh, American politicians are part of the World Economic Forum. This is actually quite terrifying that this could and potentially will come to the West, where you are rewarded for shaming freedom we've already seen this in the west we've seen articles coming through about how freedom is now the new toy of the alt-right no freedom everyone's entitled to freedom just because people on in the real alt-right breathe doesn't mean us people who breathe should be associated with them but you're seeing articles online now trying to rebrand freedom as something that's actually wrong and this will be part of the social credit system where you are rewarded for shaming freedom and the reason that china does this is the same reason that soviet russia did it and the same reason why authoritarian regimes are full of snitches because to completely control the populace you can't do it as a group of elites there's only a small group of them right so the group of elites who want to control everyone in a communist system in this case require the obedience of all the people to carry out the will of the state and the best way to do that is to reward people for weeding out anyone who don't do what the government say and of course that creates this culture where you're going to start ratting on people who aren't even guilty i read the gulag archipelago that details the the fall of the of russia into communism and it is completely 
um, intertwined with people snitching on each other, even when people didn't do stuff, because people snitched so the government wouldn't punish them, and they felt that when they snitch on someone, then the spotlight will be moved away from them the searchlight will go away from them onto someone else so the more people you can destroy the more chance you have of, of avoiding the authorities and that just creates as you can imagine hell on earth all this fake snitching and even if you've done something bad people need to do bad shit sometimes it's funny isn't it communism wants utopia and everyone to be happy and equal and no one to work again and everything to be the same and in order to do that you have to completely subvert and destroy human nature the very things that make us human the being naughty the being a bit dangerous committing a few crimes is an important part of growth how would you know it's even bad unless you do it. You can't remove these parts of human nature, but communist regimes and Marxist regimes, like the Marxist ideology completely taken over America right now, want to do that shit. And that's why there's so much snitch culture in these authoritarian regimes that flirt with communism. And so I'm going to be right at the fucking bottom. I'm going to have the tiniest social credit score ever. So, for example... Talking about elections, questioning elections, mate, that will destroy your social credit score. Basically, that's called subversion. In China, if you say any shit that subverts the state, that tries to diminish the government in any way, shape or form, that will fucking rape your social credit score. So I have done a lot of that in 2020 and I was already banned from YouTube for it. So there you go. That's my form of income. That's my form of sanity and, and entertainment and so many things. And I've already experienced the, the kind of the future echoes of the social credit system in me having my access to YouTube taken away for, for questioning the state. You can't do that. You can't do that when there's a social credit score around. So you can't eschenquay any elections or you're going to have at least 100 points knocked off your social credit score. I'd like to say that in China, everyone starts off with 1,000 points. 1,100 is AAA. 1,050 is AA. Um, 850 and above, I believe, is, is a A. And 600 to 850 is a B, and that's bad. Apparently, if you're on the B list, you're on it for two years and you can't get off it and you have various parts of society denied to you your access denied to travel and certain things if you have zero to 600 apparently that's a d and that's awful that means you can't get off that list for five years you can have loans taken away your kids won't be allowed to go to certain good schools shit like that so i'm already a hundred points in the fucking hole for what i've said about various elections because well look, let's be honest biden a, a, a doddering old alzheimer's patient is the most popular president of all time when a fake Donald Trump account right now on Twitter gets more likes and retweets than the President of the United States himself right now. Look it up. It's true. Other things I've done that might reduce my social credit score, nicking stuff. I nicked loads of stuff when I was a teenager. I used to work in an off-license and like kind of nick thousands of fags and uh, uh, cigarettes for my uh, American buddies and uh, alcohol shampoos. Like have a bit of sh I can't tell you what I used to do. Nah, I never used to do that. Just making it up for a good old story. Honestly, anyways, that would destroy my social credit score if I had done something like that. Uh, masks, right? That's what the state wants you to do. That's the government message. Put your mask on. Um, I got suspended of youtube three times for saying things about masks so again that counts as subversion that will put a massive ding in my social credit score vaccines all the way i have told the government to stick your vaccine up your ass and that will certainly destroy my social credit score 
uh, my art, my rapping, the music that I've made. It features incredibly uh, politically incorrect, subversive language in nearly every cunting song with a barrel load of swear words that will massacre my social credit score. Uh, taxes in Japan when I was making as much money as a surgeon, having started um, a, a passive income laden empire that was later destroyed by COVID or at least the government's reaction to COVID. I was late paying my taxes because I was a little bit apathetic. Fuck it. I got so much dough coming in. I just I can't be asked. And yes, yeah, so being late paying your taxes is minus 50 points from your social credit score. I will get destroyed for that. Um, <laughs> please give generously because those times are long gone. Uh, streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre. Other things you can that will reduce your social credit system is teaching. Teaching anyone anything is basically a way you can subvert the state and teach people counter ideology. So everything has to be regulated by government. I've fucking hell, my ex girlfriend, she was ten years younger than me, and uh, she was looking for a bit of guidance and stuff. And um, yeah, she, I, I taught her so many things about how not to be brainwashed by the government, about how not to be affected by woke stuff, about the amount of teachings I gave her, life lessons. For all the fucking stupid mistakes I've made uh, were, were just like numerous. So I my social credit score would be absolutely destroyed for, for teaching her that kind of stuff. Um, taking drugs, you'll have your social credit score taken away. I took a lot of ecstasy in my teenage years and early 20s. So um, my social credit score would take a pounding there. Pretty much everything I've fucking ever done, said or lived will impact my social credit score. And it seems like, therefore... It, it, it stands to reason that your social credit score is anti-freedom. Why do you think I make this show? Why do you think I've got such a foul mouth? Because you can only know how free you are and what freedom is by delving into the complete opposite and challenging the opposite of that. Every time I swear, it's, it's, um, it's challenging the rules and the things that you should do. And so I can only work out what freedom is by challenging people who try to take away my freedom and challenging the antithesis of freedom which is basically control and slavery and so i've that from all of this i guess i've learned that i'm the freest person on earth i just constantly live to test the boundaries of freedom and you can only do that by pissing off the state because they basically put controls on our freedom so quite simply my social credit score would be piss poor rubbish what would your social credit score be uh, mine's minus figures i, I guess about minus at least minus a thousand, maybe minus fifteen hundred. So there you go, massacre mates. Russia released a naughty list of countries that are bad that they don't like. Is your country on the list? What do you think of that? Russia said they're going to put sanctions on us. What do you think they're going to do beyond denying us access to their energy, making our gas prices go up still further as America still uh, drags its heels to become energy independent and apparently is parlaying with fucking Saudi Arabia, another country that will hold us over a barrel and fuck us over in the end. We've also discussed the social credit score. What would your social credit score be? And also Dizzy Rascal UK rapper nutting his girlfriend and smashing a camera outside the courtroom along with a little bit of chit chat about oligarchs one oligarch in particular saying that he thinks Putin's time is coming to an end do you agree with that or do you think Putin will be around for some time to come I've been joining Mascot and I tell you what mate you better be back for the next episode otherwise I'll be coming around your house please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do layers